Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Great day. All of you rebels, we are excited to have you. And if you're paying attention, I am using the headphones that you, that asked that Jerome and Tracy have purchased. Yes, this is the all white pair. And my raspy voice can be heard. (laughs) Thou God. That's it. Don't you let me, let me come to your church, Jerome, and pray. All the old folk go crazy. Yeah, put you out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Yes, sir. So this is how the headphones work. I just wanted to show y'all how they work. For sure. Thank you for all your birthday wishes yesterday. I do appreciate it. Happy belated. Yes, I am no longer... <laughs> <laughs> that is funny when she did that. I am no like longer. <laughs> I am no longer the young man. Uh-oh. I am 
just a heathen. Yeah. Heathen has no age. <laughs> Old heathens, Jezebels. Heathens is too big for their britches. The heathen that need to come on back to the church, you know, all that stuff. You know, it's a bunch of them. It's, it's a bunch of them. <laughs> Jerome's like, I've been working on you for five years, buddy. Working on you. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get you there for five years. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. <laughs> We're good, huh? 66. 66, yes. We are talking about may the group be with you. Personal finance class 66. May the group be with you what we're talking about and of course that's obviously a playoff may the force be with you did y'all hear these these, these working i know i heard it <laughs> the yes. force is stronger than you antonio <laughs> yes 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 pot of wine yes it is. it is i always wanted to get into star wars since i grew up the way i grew up i never could about two years ago i got disney plus and me and Deanna just sat down and watched all the Star Wars in order. And I missed out, let me tell you. My childhood was lacking. My childhood was lacking. I just caught up with the Star Wars. Just caught up with the Star Wars. Well, here is the challenge, which is not necessarily a challenge. How do you get the group to be with you in group economics. Mm. It seems like a challenge because we typically try to group with non-like-minded individuals. Just lay that, let that stay there for a little bit. Just because you have the same Lord does not mean you have the same goals. Watch it. And that should be the most glaring truth staring you in the face this year. <laughs> the most glaring truth staring you in the face this year is just because you have the same Lord, does that mean you have the same goals? Okay. And these goals can be masquerading through many things so let's break a lot of this down they will go to the potluck dinner with you they will even ride in your car mm -hmm. they will pray the same prayers but they may not be in alignment with your burning desires mm. this is not a wrong thing it is just one of those things where we have to, we, we as a people must admit that your friends in many or most cases probably aren't in alignment with your desires. They're in alignment with your spirit. They're in alignment with your happiness and your laughter. But when it's time to make the rubber hit the, hit, hit the road, do some hard work, share or like your status and comment. Yeah. Who knows what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. they, they say, well, Tracy, well, well. Mm -hmm. Tracy, uh -huh. I'll be with you always, Tracy. Watch it. Until you try to be better than me. Mm -hmm. Wish I had an Amanda up in here. Wait a minute, you know, sir. As soon as. Man, you talking. 
as soon as Jerome, it's all right. I'm with you. But as soon as you ask me to do something, make me uncomfortable, I'm not with you. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so in order, you know, it's, it's, it's like an old pastor that, that go into the church, the old pastor go into the church and the church love the pastor. He ain't got no problems. And the pastor <laughs> say, hey, everybody, we're going to make these changes and church is going to be good. And everybody shout. So we're going we gonna, to we gonna be a beacon of light and hope. We're going to be in this world and not of it. Who passes a good idea? And everybody agreed. Yep. And then right after the meeting, okay, yeah, I heard the vision. Sister Shield, we need you to do things this way. Wait a minute, Pastor. I didn't know you meant for me to change. <laughs> I thought you was talking about them over there. Right. right. <laughs> Everybody like change until it comes to your department. Antonio. Yes. <laughs> yes, um, ma'am. And I, I was I was having a sidebar with with Jay and I said, my best friend, we've been friends over 20 years. That's my sister. I love her to life. She was here when we got married and all that. And I was saying to I was saying to Jay that I wonder, um, Finances are, of course, our burden with her, but I, I be trying to tell her, like, I was like, well, you know, I was like, you should do your ten percent, blah blah blah. I've been, you know, telling her what I what what we've been doing because our I think our finances really aren't different, but we just choose to we do our ten percent where we where we invest it, we do our ten percent, you know, what I'm saying, or I pay myself and all of that, you know. But I I said to Jess, I said, I said, I'm sometimes I wonder if I am if I'm leaving her, because it's obvious right now that we're kind of going in two different, two different directions, but she doesn't necessarily see the things that I'm, that I post and she doesn't necessarily share, but she, you know what I'm saying? But her life is a little bit more different where she doesn't necessarily be on Facebook, all like that and all that stuff. But it's, it's almost like kind of feeling like we're going in two different places. And I just said, well, she's not a bad she's not a bad friend she's gonna support everything and she's going to be like you know what i'm saying and when i tell her she's gonna be like all right renee that's great you know but i'm also thinking like we're going in two different places which is such as life but i'm also like okay um some of the things that are important to me i don't think are important to cherish yeah. and i'm just kind of like it is what it you know what i'm saying no, i'm not ever going to like not be friends with her i mean she, she doesn't she doesn't tear me down she builds me up and so she's been doing that for 20 something years but our our lives are so going in a different place because i'm just kind of like and i'm being a little bit more aggressive with it Antonio, because i'm just like okay um this no, is what i'm doing and this is what exactly i'm going to talk about this is, you know what i'm saying so i know she's always going to be a part of my life um, you know what I'm saying? We 22 years in, she's always going to be a part of it, but it's obvious that we're just going in two different places. It doesn't take anything fact that I love her and that she loves me and that our family, you know what I'm saying? That our families are tight and all that, but it's just obvious that we're going in two different places. Well, no, no, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, do me a favor. You got, did you bring your portable drive? Your turbine? Okay. This is what I'm talking about. This is the 
if you miss, if you just join us, we're talking about may the group be with you. And the first statement I made was just because, uh, how did I say it? Um, uh, just because, wait a minute, just because you have the same Lord doesn't mean you have the same goals. Exactly. Just because you have the same Lord does not mean you have the same goals. See, what happens is we get, we take things personal when our friends are no longer in alignment with our dreams and our goals. And you, we, we attack their characters or, or we, we think they're no longer friends. No, this is, this is kind of the point. No, this is exactly the point that I'm making. Just because we check the dot, check the box, we cross the T's on every area and you're just a joy to be with and you're always supportive, doesn't mean you're good for my financial goals. Mm. It, it, it does not mean that you're good for my dreams. Actually, it's the exact opposite. Because you love me. Uh-oh, watch it, somebody. Now, don't look to the left or right and try not to think about your mama. You love me so much that you don't push me when I need you to push me. Because you love me so much, you value my comfort over my achievements let me just drink my little tea this is tea huh let me drink my little tea and i don't know what should be putting in my cups i just i just submit and, and put it in my body yeah thanks you me putting a little spell on me i don't know what she yeah. doing. You know, she she full of them herbs and that magic that's probably that's probably why we get along she got a hex on me old folk in Louisiana would say that's it no but just think about this before before I get to Sandra let's just think think about this the reason why you're having a hard time having your group be with you in your goals is because you pick your friends or whoever and this isn't against friends I'm talking about the nicest people in the world don't belong in your group mm. you need to go find okay. some other nice people yes sir go ahead Jerome um, piggybacking on what Renee said. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to check ourselves not because we're on the wrong track, but because we want our friends and those that we love right. to be with us. Mm -hmm. And we're dragging them kind of kicking and screaming. And they saying, I don't want to be dragged here. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm comfortable right where I'm at. I'm comfortable being broke. And but you're not comfortable being broke, and then you take it personal. Yep. Not them. You take it personal, and that's messing with you, and that's messing with your vibe moving forward. Yep. And I'm dealing, and I'm definitely dealing with that right now. My niece is dealing with that with her family, even though it's not financial. She's dealing with the same thing, and I can relate to that because I'm dealing with it with my family on the. Financial yeah. standpoint. Yeah. And I told her, I said, you have to learn how to disassociate yourself emotionally from where you gotta go and what you're trying to do for them because they they gotta be themselves. And you're sitting there holding on, and then the next thing you know, they spit in your face and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we was no, we are cool, but I ain't where you at. And you trying to drag me with another. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And now we got problems. That's a good point. And let, let me just, just Sanjay, give me one minute. 
let me just let me just say this because Jerome and Renee, they couldn't be more right if 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 their God talked through their vocal cords. As a matter of fact, I think that's what just happened because they both were spot on right. But let's take it to Adonia. She's a perfect example of this. Fantastic woman, good looking woman, got all her stuff together. And whoever, whatever, it doesn't matter. Adonia wants to go to the next level, even though she's like, she's 15,000 levels ahead of y'all. Sorry. It's, just, it's the truth. But she wants to go to 15,100. And Adonia has everybody in her life that got her to 15,000. You ain't getting to 15,100 with the folk that got you to 15,000. Somebody needs to tell Adonia, baby, stop taking care of everybody else. Now, every day, I'm going to call you every two hours to see if you did something for yourself. Because being a good person also includes Adonia. Being good to yourself more than you good to everybody else. So we, these aren't bad people. They got her where she are. They love her so much. They say, I love the way you served her. Yeah. But there's friends out there like me that go, Donya, it's been three hours and 33 minutes. How many of those minutes do you have? that added to the value of your dreams. Because by my calculations, zero. She said, no, I did 10 minutes. That ain't enough for Donia. I'm going to need a 50% ratio to start. And most of y'all people out here are fantastic, well-to-do, like Adonia. But you haven't caught that millionaires say no to 90% of the energy that come into their life. No. Grace had a, Grace had a problem this morning. I'm going to tell you after Sandra. <laughs> Go ahead, Sandra. <laughs> My friend love their paychecks. <laughs> well, well, well. If I didn't come in on the on the meeting where people is talking about people's mamas. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so where they do that at? Here <laughs> at ATS. Hmm. So I have to jump in there and take up for myself because all of that may be true. However, when it comes to parenting, it is truly a different book. I myself have protected, have nurtured, have been there, stopped things from happening, such as people being in my children's life where I knew that the people were out to hurt them and they had no good on their minds for my children. However, being more happy to keep them in their comfort zone. Yeah, no, that's not Sandra. 
I want to push you to where you are getting the best that you can be in with the best that you are. But the difficult part comes in where you get the attitude, the why are you trying to tell me? Regardless of how you've given it to them, it is different. This is where that, that saying that you've heard so many times again and again, and you're going to continue to hear it because it's something that continues to happen. And that is, I've been telling you that for years. One person comes in and tells you that, and you're like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. I'm going to do that. That's exactly what... That's called third-party validation, for sure. And that definitely happens to parents all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. So when you say that a parent may want that child to stay in the comfort zone, so they don't push them. For Sandra, that's not true. Well, fair I enough. want you to get to the best that you can be. Just like uh, for, I, I take this example because you know her. Y'all are familiar with her. Like with me and Yolanda, as long as I can remember, taking away all of the protecting and all of the being there for you when no one else is there, all of that, taking away all of that, I say, Yolanda, you want to go to a higher place. You're tired of being where you are. You make cakes. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. Let's go. I'm your biggest cheerleader. I was there when you made a cupcake. And it was good. And I'm out making sure everybody get a taste of the cupcake. Now, all this time I'm telling you from years and years and years ago, However, someone else comes along and say, they haven't even tasted your cake and they backing you up. So I say, Yolanda, keep going, let's get it. You can do this, that, 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 and that. Well, yeah, no, I don't wanna. It's difficult for a parent to sit back and see that their child and or their children, because I don't have one, I have some. And this includes the grandchildren too. So to let them go their own way has, for Sandra, has nothing to do with me wanting them to stay in their comfort. I say, just like what, um, oh my God, your name runs past me right now, but not on purpose, Jerome. Just like Jerome was saying, I don't have no time to be getting sped in the face. I'm done with that because I've been there all my life because of protecting and helping and seeing what you didn't see. Why you stop me from going over there? They love me. No, they really don't. You know, all of that. So I'm stepping back and letting you do what you want to do. I'm not going to hold you accountable. I'm just going to watch you grow because getting slapped, sped on, cursed out, looked down on when you're in your own company of people is difficult from being on the outside. Now for people on the outside, I may get that, but not to that extent, if that makes sense. So I'm interested in letting them walk their way. 
but I'm yeah. I'm definitely gonna be your cheerleader, but from this side. I push okay. me though. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. That's good. Remind me that Tracy and Talisha have the answer. Let me, let me, let me, let me take about three minutes to say something and everybody's gonna feel good. There's no, nobody's going to, I'm gonna defend parents and I'm gonna defend children and nobody's gonna walk away from the conversation feeling bad. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna gracefully walk through this, but this is the most intriguing um, subject that, that Sandra brought up. Let's go to the parents first. Well, let's go to the facts first. This is exactly why you don't see much children, parent, businesses together. This is exactly why. This is this is one hundred percent why, and it's not different from your family. It's, it's across some generations. Yeah. Your your Jesus didn't even save the world with Mary. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, woman, what they got to do with me? No, that's in there. That's John chapter two. That's it, man. That's what I do with me. That, that, this party can self-contain itself. You know, this party can self-contain itself. So let's go to the parent side, not the Sandra side. Sandra's part of the conversation, but the parent side, as she represented parents. Then we're going to go to the Yolanda side, not the Yolanda side, but the children as she represents the children. If you are a parent, you've done great, period. Even at your worst, you've done great. There's no doubt about it. The issue with parents is you damn children don't listen. It's all right. I go ahead and give it to you first. It's okay. Y'all don't listen. Because you think you know too much. And there, thus is the end of the problem. The problem on the children's side is you parents parent too much because you know too much. Is it true that the parent been saying something you didn't let somebody way outside the family finally say what I've been telling you for 19 years? Yep, it's gonna happen every time. It's called third party validation because we don't typically listen to people about dream concerns because you know what mom you're not a part you're not in charge of my dreams that's my job mm. you're in charge of my health and my soul mm. wow. you're in charge of my values and i'm grateful for that but at some point you have to let me do my dreams it's my job and it's difficult for a parent to navigate both of those because the parent is damned if they do, damned if they don't. If Sandra supports the dreams, she's going to be looked at as saying too much too quick because she's a parent supporting the dreams. She's, so she's gonna have something to say. If she don't support the dreams, now she's not being supportive. Because you, my mama, you ought to be able to blah, 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 blah. So she's amateur, do she, then she don't. If Yolanda says, Mom, get in the dreams, Yolanda's damn if she do, damn if she don't. Because mom is going to remember all the other times that Yolanda was like, well, let me just do it myself. 
and you got to bring that baggage all over with it, right? Mm-hmm. Mom, just stay out my dreams. Damn, if you do that, if you don't, yeah. right? So now you don't want your mama to help you. It's going to always be like that. That, and hear me well, I said everybody's going to walk away feeling good, is the beauty of life. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just part of the process. It should never be taken personal. It should never be taken personal. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell you why it should never be taken personal. Because when Sandra die, all them kids are going to be crying on the front row. Mm-hmm. And when the kids die, Sandra going to be crying on the front row. Hopefully she's blessed enough to have her kids go after her. But that's kind of the point that I'm making there. On the grand scale of things, we really don't care because we all going to be dressed in black, crying on the front row, mm-hmm. wishing we never had those problems, mm-hmm. wishing we never got bent out of shape about that thing. Both sides. You get it? <laughs> both sides. Both sides. Both, both sides. Both sides. So here's the deal. Sandra's right. Yolanda right now of course this isn't about them but I'm just using Sandra's words okay mm-hmm. the process more information notice how that dynamic that they have is a rare dynamic because they actually do business together mm-hmm. now this is where it gets a little weird But Yolanda is like, let me do this business for me. And Sandra's like, well, sure. How can I support? And the illusion there is like, well, wait a minute. Don't support too much. You know what I'm saying? Or don't support enough. And none of these things are a problem. In simplicity, neither one of them is wrong. What happens is it's hard to hear your child say, let me do this without also hearing, I don't need your help. Because that's not what's being said. Equally as similar, it's hard to hear your, your parent say, well, Tracy, consider this without you hearing stop telling me what to do Mm. it's hard it's not personal it's hard we take it personal but it's hard it's hard for Sandra to show Yolanda that I want what's best for you versus I know what's best for you because as a mom for 20 years it's only been, I know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And to for, for Yolanda to cut that part of her brain off, well, she's asking, Sandra would have to ask Yolanda to change their relationship, and that's going to be too hard. Because for 18 years, 20 years, you raised me knowing what was best for me. Right. Well, how the hell is, you can't expect Yolanda to cut that off. Right. It is exactly the the foundation and the golden nugget of your relationship it is very hard as a child to reject our parents teachings without rejecting our parents we struggle with that yeah we think 
like right now, Yolanda is thinking, and I want to do this, but I don't want to offend my mama. You know how hard that is for her? Yeah. It's exhausting. And she needs more credit. It's exhausting. It's exhausting that she has to navigate not what not what Sandra is doing, mm-hmm. but what Sandra means to her. It's exhausting. It is nobody, very, very, very difficult. It is very difficult. On the flip side, back to back to Sandra. It exa- it's, it's exhausting that every time Sandra wants to say something, do something, she got to walk on eggshells just to get it done. Because mm. then she got a whole thing in her saying, well, damn, I'm your mama. I shouldn't have to never walk on eggshells around you. Baby, you can talk to me. Mm-hmm. And none of this is wrong. It's just that hierarchy. Because here's the deal. Psychologically, Yolanda was born into this world. All the children were born into this world, hanging on their parents' every word, infallible. They were never wrong. And if they didn't hang on the word, those kids would die. That's how every last one of you were 100% obedient without questioning. It's how you survived on planet Earth. It's part of being in a civilization. Your mama said this color is blue. You didn't say, how do you know? <laughs> what are the chemical components of this blue mom you said you all you did was you repeat blue yes baby blue and every everything else that day was blue mama blue no baby that's white blue <laughs> right? and you just kept on you kept on you kept on you kept on so yolanda has this thing to where now in order for her to grow yeah. she can't listen to her mama every word mm. That was the first half of her story. The second half of her story is Yolanda, and we don't, we don't get this, is trying to grow to the point where she trusts her own every word. Because she gets, yes, sir. Wow, that's powerful. But I got to say something. Mm-hmm. I can't be here being all mature because I listened to Antonio T. Smith Jr. And then my my dad has no idea. So he's just being toxic as fuck. (laughs) So I think bringing people on your call or at least showing them the YouTube video of it is very important. So everyone's on the same page. Yeah, fair enough. You get it now? It's real talk, right? He's right. (laughs) Let me tell you, your parents will be quite toxic and so can children. No, this is fair. This is, this is a very fair thing to understand. Yolanda has to get to the point now. She don't trust her own damn word. Yolanda has made decisions that she thought was true. Her mama said, don't do it. It blew up in her face. Then she made decisions that she thought was true. Her mama said, do it, and it blew up in her face. Yolanda don't know what to trust. And she's on the road trying to get comfortable with herself. And no parent, no boyfriend, no husband, can ever make Yolanda comfortable with her own decisions. Flip side, Sandra shouldn't have to beg to be glorified in any of her children's lives. Mm. This is what it is. And shouldn't have to have what you call timidity, just be timid about that as well. 
And sometimes we, we mess up this little balance. And the deal is, and, and the great words of weed smokers, fuck it. <laughs> there it is. Because there's nothing else to do about the situation. Just get your habit, blow it out, and blow out that problem or whatever it is you do. Your Bible, your brown liquor, whatever it is you do. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tracy, then Talisha. Ah, uh, man, let me tell you, I've been burning to get on this microphone <laughs> because like, wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> I am in the middle of both. Literally, that is what I am going through right now. Like, okay. So, uh, so Monday after I came out of surgery, my mom was here and I'm expecting, Hey, you know, you good. And it, she was like me mugging. And I'm like, why are you looking so bad? But it was because, you know, the worry and the stress and things like that. And so she was like, I was like, well, I'm getting my laptop out because I'm getting on the meetings. And she was like, well, no, you should just rest. You know, you shouldn't talk much because, you know, you want to, you know, get, get better. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'm good. I'm good. I got to get ready for my keynote. And so on Tuesday, I did the keynote. So I called her after the keynote. And I'm, I'm just putting all my business out there. I, my, my apologies. <laughs> but but I, I have to say this because then I called her and I was like, hey, I did my keynote. You know, I think I did pretty good. And then she says, oh, you did it anyways. And I was like, yeah, and I'm expecting her to be happy. You know, I'm expecting her to be support. That was my expectation. But we end up having a, a, a dispute with the vibes, negative vibes, because I didn't do what she told me to do. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. The, hush. Okay. And then, <laughs> so, but then, but then she tells me. I say, because this goes back to what you started off with this morning, with people wanting to keep you in their comfort zone. Right. She says, she says, oh, so so what are you doing? Are you, are you speaking now? Are you teaching? Are you coaching? You know, like, I, I guess you'll finally figure out what you really want to do. And then I was like, I do all of them. I'm multifaceted. And she said, well, I guess you'll figure out well, which one is going to make you money. And I'm thinking, all of them. I, we can make money doing all of these things. And, and she didn't understand. She was like, I and I said this, I said, I don't have to be in one place for 25 years doing the same thing in order to be, you know, successful. And, and she doesn't understand the whole thing about, you know, not having a job you know, being an entrepreneur, having a business, she doesn't understand it. And so I have friction with that and it's like negativity. But then you just opened my eyes because I'm also a mother and I have a teenager and she's going off to college. And I'm listening and she don't, and, and, and what you just said is like the whole, she, she is dependent on me and I want her, see, I'm looking at her and I'm, I'm teaching her what I'm learning. So I am teaching her a different way than what my mom taught me. However, it's still the whole, 
okay, you're not listening to what I'm explaining for you to do. And so I just sit back and I'm like, well, dang, I'm literally in the middle of both of those situations right now. And this is really, truly helping me to understand a little bit better how to handle and how to work with my child and then how to sit back and understand my mother a a lot better because I promise you this just happened yesterday and I'm just like wow it's right on time (laughs) yes there's an interesting point an interesting observation here Jerome that both students I mean children and parents you take everything out of proportion you really do because keep in mind we're talking about the, the may the group be with you and we're talking exactly about this thing and how can you get the group with you? You group with people not of like-mindedness. And then I mentioned for 0.001% of the conversation, that parent and child relationship, and it is the hot topic, which should be, don't get it twisted. But this, this kind of observation though, that both, both Tracy and her mama blew it out of proportion. Yolanda and Sandy blew it out of proportion. Right? You, you, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to always do it because there's nothing wrong. What, 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 what actually happens is, and this is very important because I, I want to defend both sides equally. Everything Tracy just said, Yolanda got to go through every day. Every day. Yolanda has to get on this call, love her mama, reject her mama's teachings and keep her mama's teachings at the same time that's exhausting Mm. it's exhausting every day every day she has to jump on this call and go okay i know my mama knows she's doing no mama what she said but i also know what antonio just said that felt like it was right my mama told me listen antonio and then this and this and that, right? You go through all this stuff and then you go, okay, but I got to listen to me because I tell you I don't run my life. My mama don't run my life. This is what she got to do. She got to go, but what does me say about this? And then she goes to her husband. Husband busy or got his own problem. Then she goes to Antonio. Antonio's busy, got her own problem. She goes to mama. No, mama's busy, got her own problem. So then she goes, but shit, I ain't got no safe place. And then she wake up tomorrow and do the whole thing back over. That's a hundred percent. Like she wake up tomorrow, do the whole thing back over, never getting a resolution whatsoever, because she's exhausted. You understand? She's exhausted. And then, bam! Now we turn around. Now here's Sandra saying, "Baby, look, I, I, I give myself away." Sandra do it every call. And then she says, "Listen, baby, I'm telling you, stay here because I'm gonna be as transparent as, as need to be. I'm gonna show you, baby. I ain't got all together, but I got. I'm on my way." Right? And come on, baby. She do all that there. She's doing the most fantastic display of motherhood possible, and it still ain't good enough. And that's exhausting. You get it? That's exhausting. So now you have two exhausted people having a conversation with each other. Do you understand how much you would cut somebody out if you empty? (laughs) I know. Listen, I know. I know Phil is a positive person. But fool around and catch feel empty and see. I, I dare you to catch feel empty and see if you don't get one of them. Oh my God, feel I'm so sorry. 
you positive because you work on that every day. You know what I'm saying? You work on that every day. You put that in, you put that in, you put that in you. But catch Jerome empty. Because let me tell you something. His sister know how to catch him empty. Listen. <laughs> His sister know how to catch him empty. This is a few conversations. He had to go past it. Pray for me. I messed up. <laughs> yeah, just... let me tell you, your parents <laughs> don't even have to be alive to do it because my mom passed away five years ago and she still lives in my head. Boom. You get what I'm saying? She's that's absolutely right. Some of y'all got that same problem, right? And if they say, clear the room if I'm empty, you right. Clear the room. Tracy's not wrong. Her mom's not wrong. Her mom know what's best for her. And that causes a lot of conflict. Because all her mama saw was, baby, you scared me. Don't die. Mm-hmm. And her mama can't see past that. Mm-hmm. So her mama, her mama says, don't be successful, be alive. Because mm. to her mama, her daughter staying alive to live another day is successful. To Tracy, Tracy says, shit, I almost died. I refuse <laughs> to die like this. I yes, yes. try it. <laughs> right? <laughs> they they both got the death on them, but in two different ways. Tracy said, I'd rather die right now than go back to pre-surgery me. And the mama like, wait a minute, baby. You're gonna wake up a few more times. Just get your strip first. So mama not wrong. <laughs> and Tracy not wrong but it's a hard dynamic to navigate when genuinely your mama is saying baby I didn't like this you with tubes I'm supposed to die before you baby that's difficult it is it is difficult it is extremely difficult extremely extremely difficult because all she saw was her baby dying baby just get better this is a minor one. We don't want to make it a major one. Your mama did that before. And I got these stents and stuff, right? It's difficult. And then Sandra, same thing. Baby, you know I've been through all this abuse. I don't want you to go through what I've been through. And Yolanda like, but mama, just let me, let me. And they saying, y'all saying the same thing. But the method to get them done is different and there's only one possible goal here there's only one possible solution here that nobody wants to hear at the end of the day that if you're giving advice to somebody stop that's 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 the honest to god truth if you hear me well if you think somebody should be doing something you are wrong because everything is perfect. That person is perfect. There are no mistakes. The Holy Spirit has that person and that's their journey. Get out the way. So the moment I decide I know what you need to do is the moment I decide what God is doing with you ain't happening to what the way I like it. That's the truth. The moment That's I the see truth, I mean, I'm right here, <laughs> 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 nah, you are you right, Sean? I, I I feel it. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's different. Am I saying that 
am I saying it's easy? No. But I am saying the moment I am Michelle, uh, Melissa's parent, the moment I become so much of her mentor that I don't trust that she trusts herself, mm. I'm also saying God ain't in you. Use a lie. Because whatever decision that she gonna make, if you believe in some sort of higher power, you gotta believe that higher power is in that decision. Mm. That's tough for us. That's mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. That's the real, the real answer is, if you think something about me, stop, you wrong. You have sinned. You wrong. Okay, question. Yes, ma'am. Yep, here I is again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a good subject. It's a good subject. That's why I brought it up today. Right, it's necessary. It is. So my question is, so while it is said that if you believe that somebody should do something or you feel like you should tell them that you need to do it this way or offer a solution to what you think would be you know the problem they're having so if anyone else other than the parents was to say that to them are they saying the same thing that there's no higher being that is helping them get to where they need to be because they are listening to rather it be the expression of the other person through their knowledge and or experiences or expertise this is a really good question. So no, no, this is a really good question. They're taking that in on themselves. So I'm, I'm just thinking. No, that no, no. This is a really, really good question. No, this is a really good question. Or whoever else yeah. would be offering that advice to them no. feels like there's no God in their life. Fair enough. This is a really good question. Let me ask, let me address that last part. You do believe there's a God in their life. You just don't believe God is in that situation in that life. That's why you're trying to correct it. Mm. Like we're gonna have to accept that one. That was easy. That was the easiest part. Because if I'm trying to correct feel, I'm saying God can't do it for him. Mm. I'm saying I see you on a path and you're not being guided by the Holy Spirit. It's fair. Sometimes the Holy what Spirit- about, What about God is doing it through you? Exactly, exactly, that's it, exactly. That, that's exactly the point. Sometimes, right, you know, those of you believe in God, sometimes God will lead you to the wilderness because there is your lesson. And you gotta go through 40 days of torture to defeat the devil is what Jerome would say. And without, but without going to the wilderness, Jesus would have never started his ministry. Yeah. It was the wilderness that started the ministry. That's number one. And that's the, that's, the, that's the Christianized version. So that's easy to accept. And, and keep and noticing, Sandra is asking these questions, but Sandra is eating these answers. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. But see, that don't mean Yolanda's saying that. I'm not saying she's not. I know Yolanda's saying that because she's sending me private messages bragging on her mom and how good she is i'm looking at it right now so i know yolanda seeing it but that don't mean she gonna always see it mm -hmm. her mama eating these answers you know what i'm saying notice yolanda ain't said a word she's been quiet the whole time because yolanda eating these answers 
Now let's get to the hard part. The reason I say this is a good question, it came from a hard place. It came from a painful place. It's because how do you feel? Like, how, does you, how do you think it makes Sandra feel, a parent feel, Tracy feel when her 19, 20-year-old daughter go out there, learn a lesson that I've been trying to tell you, baby. I've been told you don't do that. And so what it, not, what it, makes, it makes Tracy feel like, Tracy, you stupid. I, you thought that I was stupid. You thought that I didn't have your best interest at heart. And she takes that personally. And then it's even worse when a man like me come through or, you know, somebody else come through and say the same thing that Tracy been saying. And all of a sudden you listening. Oh, so you're going to listen to him. You're going to listen to her. Antonio, let me intervene. (laughs) (laughs) Come on through. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) She said, I I can't hold it in, no more. (laughs) Because you're saying everything that I want to say. <laughs> but that spirit in me, though. Right, go ahead. No, 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 no. This, I'm, I'm coming in a humble way about the situation. And it took until I got in my 30s having a child to, I'm still learning. It's like in the midst, just like Tracy, I'm in the midst of learning. I'm seeing and I'm taking in of what me and my daughter are going through. She's only nine and I'm catching on to this stuff. One I wanted to mention is that sometimes it's not the way things are, are comprehended. You know, it's not the way it's said, it's the way it's comprehended to a child and of also how course. it's comprehended to us. Uh-huh. And I'm learning that day by day with my daughter because yep. she'll say one thing and I'm thinking something totally different. She'd be like, mom, mm-hmm. I didn't say that. And then she's like, mama, this is what I said. So that makes me stop thinking the way I need to think and be like, okay, taking consideration to how she's saying it. She sees it different than you do. And that that helps build a bond where you learn how to build that communication with your child. But on the other hand, the child's voice isn't being heard when you constantly just, how can I say it? You constantly just putting your opinion out there. And then when they go to another person and they hear it, from them, it's not the fact that, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it just to be disobedient to my mom or, or my dad. I'm doing it because, oh, this person came with a different perspective or how I was perceived. Yep. So, yes, uh, that, that made, to the child, it made better sense to go to that spouse or go to that friend or go to, you know, whoever that is. It's not always that they're trying to hurt you in any type of way. Fair enough. No, no, no. But we- I want to let y'all know, my daughter, she's very lovable. Like, she's a Libra. When I say friends galore, this girl makes friends like crazy. One time I overheard her talking to this one girl and I was just like, stop, get off the phone with her. Get off the phone. And I was just like, I don't want you hanging around her because of the stuff that the little girl was saying. My daughter was upset with me. I went in the room, I was like, baby, what's wrong? She was like, I'm gonna hate you for the rest of my life. And I said, why? And she expressed to me, she was like, I'm making friends. And every time I make a friend that you don't like, you decide to just take them away. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's these, she's in tears saying this. And she's telling me, she was like, Mom, I really like this friend. And I was like, okay, well, this is what we're gonna do. I said, one, we're gonna watch a video because she's not hearing me. One, we're gonna watch a video together on choosing friends. We watch YouTube. And I had her watch those videos. And then on top of that, I said, you know what? I shouldn't have jumped to that conclusion. 
what I should have done is gave her a second chance, try to get to know the girl myself, not go based off of one thing that this child has said. Come to find out, the little girl is, is in foster care. She lost all, her family. So she doesn't really have guidance. And so she's picking up whatever she can from, you know, from anybody. And she's only nine, but they leave her at the house alone. My daughter and her are on the phone constantly together. That girl has no, she needs love. So if my daughter is sent from heaven or from God to be a light to these, these kids, then I have to accept it and allow her to make friends how she chooses. And if, if it's a bad relationship, yes, mommy don't want her to be hurt. But at the end of the day, it's not, I'm not, she's not here for me. She's here for God. God has put her on this earth for a reason. So I've really gotten all that in consideration based off of my childhood trauma of what, like Antonio even, I told Antonio, I think Antonio actually figured this out about himself. I honestly, based off of how I was raised, I can't think for myself. I can't do for myself. I choose bad relationships. Antonio had, had to tell me this. I choose these relationships and it's all because of no guidance growing up, no real guidance to where I had a voice. My voice was taken away. Taking completely the way you don't get, you don't get to, you look like you fit the say where you're getting slapped down. You, you look like you, you, uh, you have something rebellious to say, or against you go against your parents' will, you automatically back in the day, you get hit. You don't get, you don't get to choose your clothes. You don't get to choose. For me, y'all, it was just like a jail. You don't get to choose your clothes. You don't get to choose what you eat. You have to ask to go to the restroom. You have to ask to be in the house. It was like that. None of my friends were allowed over. I wasn't allowed to talk on the phone. I was really locked up, but all the other kids were allowed to do certain things. So I'm only saying this, y'all, this has helped me grow. And, it, and it, to, to be honest, I'm only in my 30s, but I have, a, I have a lot to learn. I have so much to learn. And to bring self-love to myself yep. and to actually feel that it's okay to listen to make mistakes. It's okay to make your own choices. I'm always being told it starts as a young kid, told what to do. When, you're, when, you're, when your voice is silent, you don't get that right. And so it, it follows you in adulthood. That's all I wanted to say. No, I'm glad you said it. I'm gonna say a few, yes, yeah, I clap for, I'm gonna say a few mm -hmm. things. I'm gonna say a few things and get law and then get our shield. I'm gonna say a few things. Let me, it's the same thing though. Towards the end, like she actually fixed herself. I don't know if y'all know Talisha said what I would have said to her. What's missing from that conversation, though, is that passion she had, but I didn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. She accidentally not giving her daughter a voice. So let me talk to all you parents, including myself. Just because your child isn't being raped or whatever trauma you got mm -hmm. does not mean you haven't transformed that trauma into your parenting in a different way. Because if I ask your children in a safe and secluded environment in which they can speak freely, they're going to say the same thing that you have a problem with with your own life. That's the easiest part. That's the easiest part. It's like, it's like you know, Phil comes to your company and he starts connoching and Susan starts connoching and then Susan walks in and Susan says, well, um, Jerome, 
do you think you're running the team? So, oh, yeah, I'm a great, you got a great team. And then Susan then goes, she sneaks to the side, you know, to, to spy for Phil. And then Susan goes and asks the team members. So tell me how the team is. And all eight team members say, this ain't no damn team. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you playing right now? That's the conversation I'm going to have with my boss. This is <laughs> See? See? <laughs> right? Like, is it there? Right? You know, this, this ain't no team. So here's Jerome thinking he ran the team. Well, all eight members said, this is not a team. I don't know what he thinking it is, but this is not a team. <laughs> this is not a team. And that's that thing. Just because we, so let's get to the second thing I wanted to bring up, which is both of these are easy. The, the other one is hard. Both of these are easy. The second thing is, if you want to know what you have taught your children, go look at what they have found in everybody else. Whatever they are missing from you mm. or getting from you, they are building that with their friends. Mm. Children do not grow up with what y'all have told them to do. Wow. Yeah. It's what you showed them to do. If you didn't give me love, I'm joining the game. If you, if you oppress me, I'm sexually promiscuous. Whatever it is, like whatever you didn't let me do through control, I'm going to go do that and get my control back. Mm. It's a whole lot of parents out there right now responsible for some of y'all dumb stuff you did in your 20s. And you know it. You know it. Wow. <laughs> some of y'all had a real dumb 20s because you was like, I'm going to do this because I never got a chance to do it. All right, come on, Law. I'm, 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 I'm going to get to this, this first one in a second, the one that's the hardest. What I was going to add on, I think it's, it's so interesting that, that we're on this topic this morning because I'm dealing with this yesterday because um, one of my siblings got arrested yesterday. And it has been building up to this moment. And I can think about the conversations like with my mother, what have you. And even when I came in last night from work, like I just felt my mother's energy we're so connected sometimes that sometimes we don't really have to say anything. And I just felt something. Yeah. And then she told me what occurred. And then when we went to the precinct to speak to the detective, the detective was like, you know what? It's a great thing that you guys are here. I can tell that he comes from good stock. I can tell that he comes from a good family based on y'all's presence as well as how he speaks. And I said, yeah, because... Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code. And then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, 
future you will thank you. This isn't what we was taught when we was growing up. Granted, whatever traumas that we have dealt with in our, in our adulthood, but my mom came back to make things right. And it's just interesting that all these things are occurring now in his 30s as opposed to in his teenagehood and in his 20s. It kind of just feels like he's going backwards. But the conversation I was having with my mother is like, maybe this is his final rock bottom. Maybe this will then catapult him to where he needs to be. And even the detective last night was saying the same thing, that possibly this could be it. He's like, I don't really foresee him coming back and forth with this. But maybe this is what he needed because it just it just doesn't make a sense that you're going through this in your mid thirties. Like the things that you go through in your teenagehood and your twenties. Like we, you know, we live in a, a pretty rough area, but we never really associate with these people. And then all of a sudden, he just wants to associate with all these different people, and then you get hung out to dry because you're not a street individual. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and everything he's missing or was missing is coming out. It's, it's coming yin yang. I don't I, I have whatever law you need or philosophy you need to process this. It is what it is. If you post something in the cup and you empty the cup, it's coming out. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what you need to hear. You know what I'm saying? Well, however you, if you need to hear scientifically, philosophically, from a Christian perspective, which is a bunch of philosophies, now scriptures, like whatever you want, run that. But if you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it somewhere else. Mm. It is. It's if you don't give it to me, I'm gonna take it somewhere else. Now, taking could be positive, or taking could be could be could be negative. It just depends on that person's character and maturity at the time. But if you don't let feel hit rock bottom and death all around him, the human consultants never exist. So the very thing that you praise Phil for today, I promise you, his parents tried to stop happening. As he was growing up, it would be no Phil, it would be no Susan. It just is what it is. Am I telling you this is easy to accept? No, which, let me get to that hard part, then I get to our shield. All of us parents, or all of you children, because everybody's one or the other, unless you are Jesus and you float it down here. Okay? So you can levitate to the front of the call if that's you. Other than that, if you're a parent or a child of any manner, here's the deal. And I'm talking mainly to parents, mainly to the Sandras and Antonios. I mean, yeah, law does float is what he says, you know. <laughs> Confirmation comes in twos. Sometimes Yolanda got to run out there for 13 years for the seed you planted in her to be finally confirmed. And you just got to let that 13 years happen. It's not that she listened to me and then, oh, you listen to him, now he get it, now you get it. No, it's confirmation comes in twos. That seed was always growing. And Antonio, you don't get to tell Aiden, my oldest son, when what you taught him should bloom. Mm. Yeah. This is what it is. You gotta let, I have to let my kids bloom their own rewards when it's their time. It's just no other way around it. Go ahead, Phil. Two things. Mm -hmm. You can't teach a child how to walk without letting him fall. Good point. 
And then law, if you happen to talk to that detective again, tell him that you got, I least I said, thank you for being the good detective that he was. He sounds like he was, he, he was really wanting to help and understood the situation. And yeah. that's nice. That's refreshing to know that our law enforcement is like that. Yeah, no. Absolutely. I, thank you I for agree. That. No, Definitely. I agree. Especially in the area in which we live in. So it, it was refreshing because it didn't, it didn't start off that way. Uh, but as it continued on throughout that night, um, I think everyone was more pleasant and, and understanding the situation. So thank you for that. Well, yeah, because I mean, he has to keep the, the status quo. Like he has to be in control. And y'all, you know, probably went up there like f your control. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, the police department can't lose. You know things like that. But of course, no, that was very refreshing here. Go ahead, Ashia. Okay. I remember my mother used to tell me the same thing. Like, you listen to everybody else before you listen to me. But she didn't understand what... That's a death sentence, y'all. Like, let me just yeah. say, that's a death sentence to your child. It really is. Go ahead. <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't about listening to her. It was about seeing what the behavior that she displayed in front of me, right? So you can tell me all day long, I don't want you to smoke or drink because I do it. But at the same time, I'm watching y'all commit suicide every single day, drinking and smoking. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Um, and to, for me, on from on my behalf, it was a different dynamic for me because like I remember Antonio saying, your parents can be bullies or your own enemy. So it was confusing at me because you're trying to discipline me on this end, but then at the same time, you're trying to be my friend. But at the same time, you're not leading me. You understand? So until Arshia had to make her own decisions and break away from that, she couldn't force-feed me what she wanted me to say and to do. And one of the realest things that she had taught me when I was my first marriage, she said, baby, oh, he loves you. He loves the hell out of you, but he don't like you. I didn't understand it then until I got in my second marriage. Even though it wasn't abuse or whatever, it was silent, mental, um, financial. Until our shit had to say, okay, God, on my sword, time, I, I, I call the time out. It's time for me to, you know, wake up. I had to open my eyes up. It's time for me to wake up. I had to say that. I had to say, okay, I want to get my own, chase my own dream. I had to say, I want, I want out. But until I made my, until I said, until I said it, um, or she wasn't gonna be able to do it. And then another thing that I'm glad mentioned, um, Law mentioned is when I was in my first marriage and it was commotion after commotion, right? And when the chef came to the door and he was like, baby, don't allow somebody to be in your wagon that's not gonna allow, that's not gonna help you push that wagon. Mm. And it was so much going in my head because he could have took me to jail. He could have took him to jail, right? When, when, when you're in those moments, you don't think about every those teachings that your mother's teaching you. You don't think about those teachings that your daddy's teaching you. You in that moment, you're living that life. But uh, when looking back now, apart from all of that, now I get to cherish those small little teachings and those things that my mother was telling me. Now I picked apart from the emotion and from who she is, all that kind of stuff. Now I get to enjoy those teachings. No, fair enough. Fair enough. So I want to address two things. Uh, thank you very much. <clears throat> yes, they're clapping for you for sure. Thank you very much. Have you considered our shield? 
Yeah, well, my servant Job is what Grace said. <laughs> Have you considered that your first two marriages were the exact duplication of your mama's relationship? Mm. Of course. I, I have no idea about a mama's relationship, but oh, I yeah. understand human psychology because this so, is what I do. So. <laughs> of course, because even though I wasn't a, a child growing up, running away, I wasn't smoking. I, I didn't, I don't smoke now or drink like that, but it was the same type of relationship because I didn't fight until I got in that first relationship until I got pushed in the corner to do so. Right. You understand? So that's why, I, that's why I wanted to ask you that question. The reason yeah. I want to ask you that question because I want I want you to see what I was trying. Remember, I defended Sandra. I defended Yolanda. Okay, now I got to defend your daughter. Yeah. Are you considering that she's going to duplicate the relationships you have lived? If she see, had been hold on, before you her, before you answer. This is where we go wrong as parents because right now by accident little Arshia, not the big one that she, that she is, is going to say no, 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 I'm teaching. No, the, no, you're not. You are not teaching your daughter anything different. You are teaching your daughter exactly what you're currently complaining about. This is why I said why I defended Yolanda it's difficult. Yolanda's exhausted every day because she got to navigate that. She got to learn something new while loving her mama, while seeing this at work. She got that's exhausting. And up until now, now I know for sure, or she is doing things differently at least oh, in the yeah. last year. I know this for sure. Yeah, my daughter got sure. a chance to see both sides, and I'm, I'm very transparent. I don't hide anything from her, and so that's why she's very mature for her age. But we had that type of relationship, we could talk about it. And even though I can see some things that she's doing, I don't put, you know, I don't go in the corner and corner say, I know you're doing this. I let her run the course. I let them run the course. And then I ask her like this, because I, I know her. She don't like the yelling and screaming, the cussing. You know, I learned her. And I was like, now what was the lesson that you learned from that? Like that. No, I'm I, 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 you know. I've seen you do it. I've, I've seen you do it. So uh, she got it. to learn both. I'm happy she got to learn both sides. Now she's not naive to it. Um, but we talked about those relationships. And I, she said, you know, I don't want you to be in that type of relationship. And I was like, why? Because you have a voice. I gave her a voice instead of shutting her up like, oh, I paid the bills and this. No, or my house is your house and you have a voice. Um, so I'm happy that she got a chance to live through those both relationships. Now she has um, trash and contract, you know, she can compare. Right. Do I want this for my life? You know? That's, right. <laughs> no, that's a very good, very good psychological point. Very good. Thank you. Go ahead, Phil, then Tyrell. I may get in trouble for this, but the big deal, I was born in trouble. <laughs> Antonio, you used the term exhausted in this mm -hmm. call more than you have ever used it before. Matter of fact, I've never even heard you use the term before. You've, <laughs> you've, said, it, you've said it a number of times in this call. Mm -hmm. Is that a reflection of you taking the day off yesterday for your birthday that you realized you a little bit you were exhausted? I would say fair enough, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I was exhausted, that's for sure. <laughs> I told Grace or something, and somebody asked, you know, I ain't had a day off in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's a great observation. Go ahead, Tyrell. Yeah, I've been listening while working out, and 
I hear Arshia and, and, and I've been in that, that, that same situation and what Antonio has been speaking about as well. You know, I have an oldest daughter and now she's going through, I would say hell uh, in her marriage uh, because she rejected things that was taught and she wants to do her way, her things, even when she was growing up. But I also learned something that, uh, that I think most people always say there's a generational curse. I've always heard that growing up, you know, this Bible speaks of it. And, but I realized there's things what Antonio is saying that I learned from just a drawing that I discovered. If Antonio can, can go on his screen and I can walk him through and you will see exactly what I'm speaking of. On the left side of the corner, corner, you gotta excuse my little Southern accent. Uh, if you put the initial GM and on a plus GF and then on the right side, put the same initial. And then in the middle, of the page put M plus F and then below that you can put uh, D R and on the other side cross from it. Did you say D or D R as in the letter R? Uh, the letter D mm -hmm. and then on the right side you're going to put uh, the letter S. Now this is what I've learned. If you look at the left side, that says GM and GF, that's grandmother and grandfather. If you sit down and really think about the trauma that they experienced and what they've done, whether it's depression, whether it's the bad dating, and you list those for each individual on the left side and you do the same for the other side, then you look and you do the same for the M and the F, which is the mother and the father. And then you look at the son and the daughter you can see a pattern of how we are passing that trauma on to each generation within our family. And then the question that comes to like what Antonio says, when are we gonna stop? When are we gonna cut it off? But this is how you're able to see the pattern in your own family that's being passed down. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, we see this. It's on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's on there. you tested all my military intelligence note-taking skills. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he was gone. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, that was really good. That, that, that was really good. We, a couple of things I, I want to mention. We want to, I, I do want to highlight that y'all have this fallacy that, ch that children are rejecting parents' advice. That's not what's happening. Nobody rejects anything, so so to speak. Let me let me. What we're doing now, you know, I, I get how you're saying we reject, and it's a word. Where is the word? We're making decisions based on our morals, mm. and unfortunately, those morals that your children have came from you. It came from you. Came from the environment you put them in. It came from the environment your, your financials could afford. You gave your children those morals. They accepted what was in front of them. But then after a certain age, most psychologists say eight, they've made a decision from that place moving forward. 
scientifically, and so you, we parents, we got this messed up scientifically. And I heard, I heard it when our shit was talking. I just didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. But the mere fact that if if your child hates yelling and screaming, that means your child has been exposed to yelling and screaming and cussing. Now thank yes, God that right. Now thank God that's happened because you know you don't want your child so naive mm-hmm. they can't get on the school bus and make friends. Right. Right. But 50% of your child's personality is born. Mothers, they'll stop all that arguing while you're pregnant. Yep. Mm. That's science. They told me that that then. I know. <laughs> and this is why the but the ice cream was melting and <laughs> uh, this is why you, you right this is why you're like my middle son came out aggressive angry because mama was mad at me the whole time you know i'm just angry you know just angry bit the hell out the pacifier i'm not joking and like we couldn't even he couldn't even go past four months he kept biting the hell out of it, it just you know so i think somewhere two months in you know, get, get no more pacifier because he was just angry. He was angry. And even today, he's angry. And then as he gets older, that anger goes into reclusiveness. Mm. So I always got to push it out of him. I always got to always gotta push it out of him. Come on, buddy. You got it. I, I tell him all the time, ain't no little brothers here. Ain't no little brothers here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, no, ain't no little brothers here. Period. You know, because I don't want that middle child syndrome. And it's going to take me and hear me well, and he knows that I, I have this conversation with him. It's going to take me 18 years to help him override the wound for nine months. My God. I have been undoing the trauma in the wound for 10 years now. All right, Antonio, how do you do that for a 65-year-old man? And I'm going to put it out there. That's my dad. He's always angry, always pissed off, always know everything. And I'm trying to work with him. But, you know, it's like pulling teeth. He needs some canochin. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, genuinely, people at 65, I'm not fit to change. What you do is the whole goal of life is to find harmony in everybody's personality. And the more you find harmony in that, the more that anger will become happiness, even if it's angry. You know, even if it's angry, he'll find happiness and anger. Even if you got to jump out of an airplane or take a boxing at 65, something, you know, violent video games, something. It's got to come out. It has to come out. It just don't need to come out with us in correction. I, I have this, I haven't said it in almost a decade, but if you think that you are allowed to give someone constructive criticism, you are wrong. Constructive criticism is garbage. It is a, it is a, how does Phil says whining is something? What, what, what do you say whining is, Phil? <laughs> whining is anger. Trying to get through a very small opening. Okay. That's constructive <laughs> criticism. <laughs> That's just your opinion. Try to get through a you know, little, little small hole. Like, oh, 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 I've been had this opinion of you. But you just gave me an excuse 
to use it right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's constructive criticism. If you haven't been with Frida her entire life, I don't care if you gave, raised, gave birth to it. If you have not been with Frida every step of her life, you can't criticize Frida. Because in science, we got something called the constant. Grace used to teach this, huh? Yes. What's a constant? In layman's terms. Constant is the thing that stays the same all the time. The only constant to feel is feel. <laughs> like, there's no other thing in his life, no matter how much Susan knows him, the only constant that is to feel is feel himself. So y'all need to stop all that comparing to each other and all this stuff because you're your only constant. If you want to criticize, criticize you. And here's the deal. You do that. This is why self-talk is such a big deal, which is why most people like me would address your self-talk before I address anything else. Because hmm. yeah. if you are killing yourself with your own self-talk and then you let me kill you with your self-talk, well, then now you're in a rep repetitious cycle of killing your life. You've been dead. You've been dead. Tyrell's father, been dead. Just happened to be alive. It just is what it is. It, it just is what it is. It's what we do. And this is the, here's the deal. It's a beautiful part of life because, and y'all Bible say this, by the way, but Tyrell's dad will get it. Yolanda will get it. Sandra will get it. Everybody, come, come, help me out, Jerome, will oh, see I, the light. I, I get it. You know cutting, that, cutting that ties of that, that generation. Yeah. <laughs> you got to cut that, right? With that same map you just joined. Now, think about this. Every, uh, Jerome has a Bible, has a few ways of saying this, but every knee shall bow. It's, it's the most popular way y'all say this. There's a, there's a few ways. There's a few ways. If, if you think, I said something yesterday and I reminded myself of Adonia Daddy. I, tell, I said yeah. something yesterday. I really did. And I told her, it came out by accident. I, I had them fixing the CRM and stuff and we putting stuff in the system. And I said, and if y'all think, don't tell them what I said, Grace. He said, if y'all don't think that I'm, gonna, I'm not going to come in here every day and look at the CRM and look at this value and count it like Adonia's daddy every morning. That's what he said. <laughs> I'm coming here and count this money every morning. You hear me? Every single morning. And where does that come from? Is that right? No, of course it's not right. It comes from not having mm -hmm. and then making sure that won't happen again. And there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. You're not gonna change me. So you might as well get in harmony with me because the odds of you making me have some psychological harmony with that trash can I ain't did myself is slim. It's the thorn in my side that's making his grace be sufficient for the journey. You don't get to take my thorn. Mm. This is what it is. There's no different than I get to take away Sandra's abuse. I get to take away Yolanda never being heard. That's her problem. She don't know it, but I'm giving her a problem right now. Mm. Or she is needing to be heard. Frida's ability 
or inability to stand up for herself, Adonia's need to serve. I love that. I love it. I got all y'all diagnosed. All y'all diagnosed. I just don't say that. I was mad. You're so spot on. Would you please diagnose me, sir? Because I'm very... I just get in the flow. It don't matter with me. Now, i give you one. Diagnose me. Go ahead, Phil. Save me. Save me, Phil. Yeah, well... Take the uh, take the standout assessment. And we'll start yeah. from there. We'll go from there. Terrell, have your dad take the standout assessment. I've I never already, had any... I already took the standout assessment, Phil. <laughs> I can't <laughs> have my daddy take the standout assessment did, did, unless did, he did you read it? Out the West Lawn and dig him up. I my daddy take it, was a fun-loving dude, huh? Did my daddy it, was a fun-loving dude. He ain't let nothing. He ain't let nothing bother him. He took fifty-two <laughs> journeys around the sun. <laughs> we'll be thankful for that. Yeah. Oh, I am. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> I come from a I come from a parents that that was married fifty four years. That okay, a that's a lot. My daddy that's laid in the the night my mama died. My daddy laid in the bed with him, was holding her, still after she died. That's I'm easy. very flexible. I just want Antonio to diagnose. Nah, yo, I, mean, I, can I, understand. <laughs> yeah, like, I, Listen, I wanna know how I fit in. You and I you fit in. All right, I got you. I got you. No, I'm not gonna go around. I'm gonna end the call. <laughs> I'm not gonna go around. Feels right. Take the assessment test and then Phil said something in there between that 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 comical banter there. Make sure you read it. <laughs> Make sure you read it. Read it, digest it, and enjoy it. Read it, digest it, and enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with anybody. There's nothing wrong with your life now or ever. This is me borrowing from Neil Donald Walsh. There's nothing that you have to, to, to fix. You can't fix anything. But as far as- Antonio, every, I'm a provider and advisor. That's what you would say? Yeah. Oh, man, I look it. I, I like it. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes it. That makes it. Me and you act just alike. He, he he just older than me, so he more honorary than me. Yeah. <laughs> when I get your age, I'm act just like you. I'm a, but I'm gonna sit on the porch, and I'm gonna do it on the porch. You gonna have a lot of money then when you get like me. You gonna have extra, extra, extra yeah, money. Extra, extra money. And I would say, friend of mine used to always say, like, make money and then sleep. And I would quote you every chance I get. <laughs> quote you every chance I get. Genuinely. All of you, this is this. We somehow crazy enough. We've been on the same set the whole time. May the group be with you. How do you get the group with you? You got to get a new group, and they need to be like-minded people. There are rare occasions in which your group can include your wife. Somehow, Phil and Susan got that together. Rare. It is rare. Now, is it rare? In the sense of numbers, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, it's rare in the sense of character. When you think about our human experience, our, our, our hero's journey, it's not too many wives and husbands that are going to work together the way they do. And even Susan says, but he, but we work together, but he got to be over there in that office because, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's this, you know, but there still is. There still is. Somebody like me, I can't. If I can't work with you, if I can't build with you, I don't even want to sleep with you. I I I, ref- I can't I can't imagine being with somebody that I can't work with. That doesn't make sense to me. But that's me. It doesn't make sense to me. It's just how my brain works. 
It's, it's just, just how my brain works. I don't want to be with somebody I can't build an empire with. That's just me. I'm not telling you this is right. I'm just telling you that this kind of puts me in alignment with Phil and Susan. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And understanding this knows that you got to go get like-minded people. Everybody can't handle Anthony. I remember when Anthony first got on the calls. I forget who it was. I forget who it was. One of the, one of the impasse around here. I was like, "Oh, he's amazing." Oh my God, no, he's 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 overbearing. And I was like, "No, he's not. He's not overbearing at all." And I realized, "Well, shit, I'm overbearing." <laughs> That's it. That's why I don't see it, right? <laughs> this is why I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like you you have to know. Like me and Anthony have always got along. It don't, don't matter what it is. Because when you're like-minded, all that other stuff go out the window. Like, I, I can't see what's wrong with you. We the same energy. <laughs> it's when we stop. Right, and like, I'm always telling me, Tony, I always tell Adrian, why don't you just do what he said? If you just do what he said, this wouldn't be so hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we are very overbearing. We have overbearing personality. You know, things like it, it, this, it, this is why I, don't, I have no idea how Adelia made a year to have coaching with me. I have no idea. I, I pray for her. She clearly, clearly had a goal in mind. Because <laughs> without that, she wouldn't have been put up with me. It's impossible. You, when you get with like minded people, I promise you that group of economics is it, much easier. It is much easier easier like right now i know for sure like king got a check coming from me soon because we keep selling these damn headphones <laughs> you know and, and that's just ken was like you, you do this i do this here boom and it's it's just it just is what it is you have to all of us are going to have to examine our groups this is, now, this is where y'all go wrong. I did not. Melissa, I'm not talking segregation, separatists. I just need y'all to accept that every group ain't your ministry. Mm. That group is for somebody else's ministry, not yours. I get along with Jerome. Me and Jerome are nothing alike and everything alike at the same time. I fit Jerome well. Jerome fit me well. Jerome, though, right now, Jerome can call me and, 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 and rebuke me should he need to. And I'll sit right there and take it. It's truth. He knows it, right? You know what I'm saying? We fit well together. I don't fit well with some of Jerome's friends. Hell, he don't fit well with some of Jerome's <laughs> friends. <laughs> you know, you know, I know exactly what to do with Jerome's sister. Never talk to her again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not possible for Jerome. You understand what I'm saying? He ain't got a choice in the matter. I got his sister act just like my ain't Sharon. I'm surprised his sister ain't named Sharon. <laughs> and she live in Texas, right? You know, on, on 2101. I ain't gonna say the address name, but that's the real numbers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't 
I don't deal with my my well, it's ain't down here, right? I don't deal with my aunt Sharon. That don't mean I don't want to. I had to explain this is the perfect way to end a class. And my dad, see, right now, Nathan is Sharon's son. Aha. Oh. Uh-huh. See, they don't know anything about this. Let me explain because this is a great understanding wow. here. My one of my my older cousin, you know how you, you you grow up since you know. I was 11, I mean, we hung with the 12. Mm-hmm. And then that, that 14 and 15, that's a big gap mm-hmm. when you're kids. It's a big gap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he hung with the older cousins. We had these stair stacking groups that they hung out with each other. So me and Sweet Pea, Sweet Pea is what we call them in the family, mm-hmm. never really hung out as kids. Because mm-hmm. he was he was six, seven years older than me. That's a big gap. Yeah. That's a huge gap. You yeah. know, he's you know he's in puberty i'm seven you know what i'm saying that's a huge gap that, that, that that's a huge gap and and sharon this is all real deals all real examples all real names is has two kids but sweet pea nathan is the favorite there's no doubt about it it's, it's that's obvious it's not even up for discussion it's obvious he now wants me to be his mentor because he's been reading my books i had no idea he, he talked he was talking to uh, my, my dad and stuff and my dad who is Sharon is the matriarch of the family now. Now that grandmother is gone, she's now a grandmother. And my dad is the second year oldest. And they neck and neck. Rain Sharon don't like me. Never really has. No, that is the truth. Never really has. But the problem is she don't like me because she thinks I don't like her. Like that's where it stems from. So I, I walked this dynamic where my dad constantly talks to her and you know and I, <clears throat> I never ask i never ask he just he he up until this like for for 15 years he thought i had a problem with the family so finally like this was this just happened like three months ago mm. this is what this is this is what happened this is the, i cannot stress this enough i laughed because i was like he was like, well, I don't hear your correction. I was like, oh, no, you you, you spoke well. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say, Phil. You spoke well. I did. What I happened is, yeah, I sent him all my books that he, he hasn't had yet. All the, all the, it's like seven different business books. Because he, up until four months ago, he had just the So Happy and Grateful, the original version, and Keep Walking. Mm-hmm. He didn't see none of the business books. He read every last one of the books. When you're in jail, that's all you do. He read every last one of the books. So he called. And then what he said, he said, oh, I, I see what's, I see the problem here. You, you don't have a problem with the family. You a genius. You just have a problem talking to us little folk. That's what he, this is, this is his words. You, uh, he said, we, we simpletons. <laughs> this, uh, this are his words. We are simpletons. So you just don't like coming down to simpletons. And Adonia, all I did was go, uh-huh. Like, That's it. I'm guilty as charged. Guilty. 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 Like- <laughs> guilty. I get told that all the time, Antonio. Why don't you just, why don't you take off that white coat you got on and just come down to the earth? That's, that's what I get told all the time. Guilty. I'm guilty. He just laughed at me. He keep bringing it up. Every chance he get, he keep bringing it up. All right. I got I to gotta talk about a simpletons for a second. Right? <laughs> I got to just bring it up. His deal. Just do what I tell you. I hate explaining it. This, <laughs> look, this is what I'm saying. I don't have a problem with none of the family. 
especially Aunt Sharon, who clearly uh, thinks I don't like her. That's not the case. The case is the conversations y'all be having don't entertain me. Mm. And so I don't participate in them. And that makes me come off looking like mm -hmm. I don't like y'all. I don't like y'all conversations. Ain't got I a problem better with now. I feel so much better now. <laughs> well, I'm not saying this so much better. So much better. I'm not saying this is right. It's actually wrong that I'm allowing people to live the whole decade in the vibration that every time they think about me, they I alter their vibration. That's wrong. That's karma I've got to pay for, right? You know, that's wrong. I'm not telling you it's right. But I, I'm trying to tell you that early, I understood this ain't my group. Mm. It, didn't, it didn't take me long because the people in my group don't feel that way about me. Mm. And the people in my group have their conversations I'll stick with for two hours on a phone call. But when all you do is talk about money and how you don't have it, or you talk about family and what they should be doing, these conversations bore me because I'm not focused on these conversations. I'm not focused on what pills you got to take. I'm focused on trying to make the pills myself. I, I, I can't yes! <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to become, I don't, listen, I'm trying to own the pill factory. I want to get paid every time you buy a pill. Every time, every time you take a pill, I want to get paid. Forget the subscription. I mean, whatever you call it, prescriptions. I want to be the doctor. Well, I want to be the. I want to be the pharmaceutical company. And it's hard. And what happens? My dad realized it when he read all my books and I have all the conversations with me because for whatever crazy reason he thinks I'm his mentor. They have all these conversations with me. He realized I just don't do little things. Mm -hmm. But y'all have heard me say that before here. I don't like small deals. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. I don't do it's, it's not arrogant. Over here, I'm a genius when I say it. Mm -hmm. Around my family, I'm arrogant when I say it mm -hmm. because I chose a new group. A group that says what's wrong with me is actually what's right with me. Yeah. Am I wrong? Depends. On which group you asking? <laughs> it does. If you bring my family here, they're gonna be like, uh, I, I, I don't understand. I've never had a family member buy anything from me. Never. Antonio, mm -hmm. if you told your family that you don't have any problem with them, you just doing your thing, they still not gonna believe you. No, that's exactly not what I'm saying. Believe you. So if you spend your energy trying to tell them that what they think of you is not true, you're wasting your energy because they're still going to think that that's what you are and you spending your energy doing that and not making money. So I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> I had to bust a field like three months ago. The same conversation. I had to bust a field. I was like, that. listen, next time you talk to them, I had to literally bust a field Sorotino. The problem with my, so I used to be angry at 14. Well, rightfully so. I didn't have a mom, didn't have a dad. I grew up by myself. I was strong, alpha, and aggressive. I was confused. What the hell I was supposed to be? Cute? No, I'm angry. <laughs> I played football for a living. I wanted to hit stuff and punch holes in the walls. Of course I'm angry. 
And this is what I said. I said, hey, listen, just, just, just I want you to process. This is how I talk to him. I said, I want you to process this information. Nobody in the family can say that I've ever said a bad thing about anybody in the family since I was 14 years old. I'm 40 now. That's what I said. I'm 40. Like, the deal is, any opinions you got coming to you, they're coming from because I'm silent. Since they don't know what to think, they just see all this stuff on TV and, and social media. I'm silent. I've been silent since 14. That's the truth. I have been silent since 14. You can ask, ask these two. Therefore, they're making assumptions about me. And that kind of proves my point there, that I make no assumptions about them. And I've never said anything, even to you. Every time you ask, I don't say anything. And that kind of proves the point that it's not that I'm upset. It's just I don't enjoy those conversations. I don't. I've learned very early. And hear me well. I learned very early that when I walk away from a conversation with you, if it always hurt, I stop talking to you. Hmm. Not out of hate. Mm -hmm. No, I realize my soul is telling me you're not a divine connection for me. You are what we call a karmic soulmate. I'm so glad. Thank you so much. Let me do everything I can to burn off that karma. But every interaction I've ever had with you has ended with me with hurt feelings. I can't do that no more. I want y'all to monitor. If every time you talk to somebody, you walk away guilty and crucified, that person, regardless of their relationship with you, is a karmic soulmate considering if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. So your job now is not to judge them. Your job now is to burn off all your karma with them. So if you need to apologize, start it right now. It may take you 20 years, start it. If you need to fix what you need to do, fix it. Because it's mothers and daughters that are karmic soulmates. It just is what it is. This is not up for discussion. You don't have to agree with me, but this is not something that you're allowed to discuss the negativity. You can discuss it any other way just because this is my, my mom is a great example of this. My mom is a great example of this. I've never, ever, ever, ever had a comfortable conversation with my mom ever this last year or since Mother's Day, no matter how uncomfortable they have been I ain't been uncomfortable not me yeah I don't know what she's thinking about she could be feeling all sorts of guilty about me I have no idea I just know that I'm supposed to include her in my comfort This is what I mean by burning off karma. If I know she's walking around with guilt, I'm not supposed to remind her about the guilt. Mm. I'm supposed to be the safe place for her where she can at least forget about the guilt. Absolutely. This is what I mean by burning off the karma. Mm -hmm. Period. If every time, but see, here's it. I never had a conversation with my mom and I just felt bad. Mm-hmm. 
I, I say, I'm trying to get you out of I don't have a conversation with my mom and I feel bad. I have a conversation with my mom and it's an uncomfortable conversation, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel bad. So that means she is somebody I'm supposed to continue to interact with. And no matter what she's doing or no matter what I think, it shouldn't stop me continuously interacting. But mine sharing this for all intents and purposes, she makes me feel like I suck every conversation. And it's and it's today. Let me let me help y'all. Today, I still I am a master marketer, master salesperson. I suck at selling my books. You know why? Because <clears throat> in 2014, I was passing the church, <clears throat> still am, same church, and I told people about the book. It's on Amazon now. And I ain't sharing. Got up in the back. <clears throat> she got up. She's the church mother. Stopped the whole service. And told the whole church, a hundred people, that I shouldn't be promoting my book in the church. And of course, Antonio being Antonio, I, I ate it, no problem. But that scarred me. And to this day, I still don't get on my own platform. You still ain't. Phil keep telling every chance you get, you need to read Sorry I'm Streaming. You ain't seen nothing from me telling you get Sorry I'm Streaming. I'm still psychologically scarred from that incident that happened in 2014. These are the kind of people that you shouldn't be building groups with. Is this, is my transparency helping you? <laughs> this is not yes. this is not who should be in the group I'm not is she a bad person no that's not what I'm saying we're not talking about right or wrong we're saying that if you do something in 2014 and I'm a grown 8 years older that was one book I got 11 books now she has affected me for 10 books mm. Now imagine Jerome having her in the group. May the group be with you. <laughs> You're going to have to find out the way. And, and, and I know what's happening. I know right now my dad, because he's like, he act just, like, just like him. Right. You know I know right now Jerome, he's chipping away at that. He's trying to fix that because that's his ministry. That's what he's supposed to do. By all means, handle that. I'm not in resistance to it. It's why I'm taking on her son, because that's her heart. And I told I told him the exact same thing I'm telling y'all. I said, well, because every time he he only he only has one conversation, Phil, it's God, and it's in King James. My dad don't know nothing else. My, my dad don't know nothing else. It's God and King James. As soon as he got on the phone, the Lord be with you. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It does, doesn't matter. Like, no matter what it is, God is all we do is talk about God. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, all we do is talk about God, right? Because, he, you know, he's in seminary right now. He's doing, a, he's doing an awesome job. And so I, I hit him with his language. You know, so I hit him with his language. I said, listen, what's going on in your life right now and the abundance you have is because you're supposed to show on Sharon that abundance while you're in prison. And I find it no coincidence on Sharon's pride and joy wants me to mentor him now because you're gonna, you, like right, right now, whatever's happening, 
and sharing is so so cold and i mean this in a good way like the way young folks say how, how do i say that on young folk talk she's so powerful right now <laughs> yeah yeah it's on young folk she's so powerful right now whatever she's praying about god has sent her two smiths mm. smith senior smith junior mm. and two areas of her life that's more important you because you her favorite sibling and her favorite son so whatever she's praying for it got to be so big, God is getting her from two book in it. And I say, that's how important she is. And he just sat, he just looked back. He was like, wow, I can't believe you said that. Yeah, dad, that's how I think, right? I don't think any other way. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any other way. But just because I'm doing ministry for Nathan and Unsham don't mean they in the group. You may see Nathan. And I'm going to say the same. That ain't nobody in my family thinking I don't act like this. I can assure you I have acted like this for a long, as long as I can remember. Way before my teenage years, I have not changed. Monica has been to high school class. <laughs> yeah. uh, for, we went through all sorts of schools together. Reggie is my longest standing friend, like 36 years or something. 36 years. I ain't changed one bit. I, I say Shane can sit right here on that square and Nathan can sit right on that square. I said what I said, it is what it is. I'm not changing. You may, may Nathan may grow into the group, not. I know right now he would be here, but he's coming down at the end of this month. So we, I told him I'm going to take him out to lunch. We're going to chop it up. We're going to chop it up because he's made, he's walked himself to six figures. He wants to get to seven, eight, nine figures. This isn't about being right or wrong. This is about knowing that. Nathan, who is six figures, who has every single thing going for him, who is one of my favorite cousins, ain't in this group. Not by none invitation. We need to screen you, player. <laughs> it just is what it is. You need to be screened. Now you're getting all the, he's getting all this help outside the group. I'm helping him plenty. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm helping him plenty. He's gotten five hundred thousand dollars help already, outside the group. But to bring you in the group, well, that's wisdom, because everybody, every energy shouldn't be around Susan. Every energy shouldn't be around Law. And I have a responsibility to know. That if you're not like my and Sweepy is looking real like-minded too. Don't, that's, that's what we call him in the family. Nathan looks real like-minded. He does. He looks real like-minded. But if you're not like-minded, we can't go anywhere. How can two walk together? Let's stay agree. <laughs> go ahead, Fear. Amen. <laughs> I'm gonna change the subject again. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier that you walk into the office and want to see the, the numbers. Jim Mir, who had, I was 14 years old, and I'm white, I'm mopping the floor at a restaurant, making 80 cents an hour. Jim Mir, who was 23, said, man, you're good. I said, what? He said, you're good. And I had nobody in my life telling me I was good. And school was not telling me I was good. Home wasn't telling me I was good. And I remember to this day. Jim eventually became the president of Wendy's. Wow. 6,500 stores. And every day on his desk would be the numbers from every store. 
year to date, what, what did they sell from year to date? What did they sell from the day before? So, I mean, think about that. Yeah. He looked at every day. Now, the important thing was every store manager knew that he was looking at the numbers every day. Thing that did today performance. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad 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 you said that because tell tell them what I've been saying behind the scenes, Grace. You can't grow what you can't scale what you can't see. That's what Phil's saying. I can't scale what I can't see. You can't improve what you don't measure. And improve what you don't measure. Can't scale what you don't see. It's, it's that simple, son. Every day, this is what it is. Now I get to say, okay, blah, 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 blah. Let's wrap this up. Adonia has a responsibility to love herself. I have a responsibility to Adonia to allow her to love herself. I have a, she has more of a responsibility to account for my energy equally as she accounts for her own. Because once I come into her life, I start planting seeds in her reality. I am not the only seed sower. In Adonia's life, I am planting seeds. That's just what it is. And if I know that in Renee's life, I plant seeds, then Renee owes it to her husband to watch my energy. Mm. That's not over caution. That's not arrogance. Mm -hmm. It's intelligence. It's intelligence. Whatever Jamal got going on, we clearly add value to that. And you wouldn't be here if we didn't. It's that simple, y'all. The group will be with you. And here's the deal. Every last one of you are in some sort of group. Some of y'all be like, not me. I'm still myself. That's your group. How's that working out for you? <laughs> How is this one-man group working out for you? <laughs> you know, you know that's what I'm asked. How is that one man group working out for you? It ain't because this, as Phil says, nature abhors a vacuum. You're not allowed. If not, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. If all you do is be by yourself, all you're ever going to get is a by yourself harvest mm. to the limit of yourself. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff in my life I got right now. It's because people love grace. Feel shaking the head, yeah. I'm sorry, I got my life right really now. You really do. Grace is amazing. See? Deanna, too. No doubt. Mm -hmm. no, no doubt. Somebody, somebody looked at Grace and said, well, he got to be good if he got you. And I got blessed. I, you get blessings based on people you're around. This is what it is. Amen. Go ahead, yep. Go ahead, Arshia. You got the last words. I swear to God, you be listening to my conversation. I, I just that. told it to my aunties. I, I, I was trying to bring her to the, um, the leadership call, right? So she already, her program got mixed up because I told her a fee, right? But then at, at the same time, she turned around trying to get me to do the esoteric on her. But I didn't say nothing. I gave her that <laughs> Antonio listen about, look, Amy, y'all need to get them in Betterment account and put this uh, $27 start with that, right? Because I don't want to hear about your teachings no more in a nice way. If y'all not doing it, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. And so we were talking about my brother, right? And she, I was like, he put that responsibility on himself 
to watch over me. I didn't tell him to do that. And I told him, like, if you want to sell the house, do that. It's just a damn house. It's all material stuff. You know, I don't care about that stuff. And so I said, but I had told her, that's why I don't like coming down there. Not because I don't like being around them, because they talk about the same memory, the same old stuff. You know, yeah, he had investments account and all that kind of stuff. It looks good on paper, but he's not the same mind as me, even though we brother and sister. So that's what I said. You in my business, man. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, no. You said you said a lot of great things that that, 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 that helps me in the call. You, know, you said a lot of great things. I, I agree with all of them. I agree to everything. You could say the dumbest thing on the planet earth. I agree with you because it's your life and there are no mistakes. And you're going to, I promise you, if you make the dumbest decision you can ever make in your life, God is going to put somebody right there for you to minister to. And it's going to be perfect. Please know I've done some of the greatest things in my life doing some of the dumbest roads in my life. <laughs> I've met people who needed me to meet them and people have met me that I needed to meet on some dumb roads. I, I've, I, I pushed that further. I've never really learned the lesson on the mountaintop, to be honest with you. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever learned a lesson doing well. I don't think I, don't think I have. I don't think I have. Now, what I had to do, what I, now this is important, trade. I had to retrain myself. I had to stop learning lessons the tough way. I had to realize, you know, like universe put stuff in me in front of me that I could just, oh, I just grab that. But I got to like hit rock bottom and then learn the lesson. I don't like that crap no more. I don't like that. That's too much. That's too much. Just put it in the book. I'll get it. <laughs> I get it. I don't need surgery. I'll get it. Uh, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't worry about it. I'll watch a YouTube video for it. I don't need to hit rock bottom. I don't. If you are someone who is ambitious, black sheep, entrepreneur, which is all of you, these limited conversations bore you. We're not saying we're better than people. We're just saying that we got like, we think we could change the world. So if you keep talking about how so-and-so shoes don't match your dress, these ain't change the world conversations that we like to have. <laughs> we just don't like having these conversations. <laughs> this is why Phil only show up on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> I'll see you next Thanksgiving. <laughs> to some people, what we got to do to some people, some people we just, I'll just see you on the holiday when I'm literally taking the full day off. But it makes no sense for me to tell y'all that I'm eating well, working out, but my body never reflect that. Somebody lying. <laughs> it's the truth. Somebody lying. I'm just, I'm just lying to you. If you can't see physically the change that's happening in me spiritually, ain't no change happening in me spiritually. Mm. Because my body is a direct reflection of my mind. Yeah. My body is the accumulation of all the decisions my mind has made. And I'm trying to give it the spandex like law. That's it. Law, I'm close. All spandex. You hear me? Look, all Nothing spandex. Nothing but spandex. Where's the pink, spandex section? Pink spandex. Brooklyn, June. It's going down. It's going down. Brooklyn, June. Pink spandex. I'm trying to get there. I don't know about that. Not pink. You might need a light color, though, but it's hot outside. It's hot outside. Make sure you enjoy your group. 
Because if you can't enjoy your group, you can't enjoy your harvest. Mm. We will see you at 1030. And everybody's going to like today's call on 1030 because I don't have bad news. <laughs> Love you, everybody. Love <laughs> you <all laughs> more. <laughs> all right, y'all have a good one. <laughs> everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.